0: Hello, my name's David Clarkson. I'm the minister here at Barclay Viewforth Church. This week we got the news that we're able to open our building again and so we can restart services. All of the previous restrictions still apply, so you will be shown to a seat. You have to know that you might end up at the front. Stewards will ask you to leave in order so that we don't increase the risk. You must wear a mask and maintain your distance. And of course there will be no singing and we have been told to politely ask you not to hang around at the church door after the service. These are things that we uh, did during the last time that we were able to be in the church so many of you will be familiar with that. We are still restricted to a maximum of 50 people and we're going to revert to the system of booking your place. So you can book for the following Sunday in two ways. First, By phoning the church office and leaving a message, please leave your full name and your phone number. Sometimes it's hard just to pick up uh, those details and so you might not um, get a space if we can't work out who you are. Alternatively, you can email julie at admin at barclayviewforth.org.uk. You can book from Monday morning to Thursdays at noon and you're booking for the following Sunday. And you need to book every week that you would like to be able to attend. We are going to live stream the service from the building each week. So you can still watch the service at barclayviewforth.org.uk. And now we want to pray together. Let's pray. Lord, we join together today to celebrate your power and to give thanks for your glory. We've come to praise you for Jesus and for his coming to share in our lives. We thank you for his riding into Jerusalem. We praise you for the joy of Palm Sunday. And we praise you that Jesus is King of your kingdom. We thank you that he comes as the Prince of Peace. We praise you. For those that cut down palm branches and for those who sang songs of praise. We praise you that Palm Sunday was like his coronation. But we remember that the crown he wore was made of thorns. We thank you for the man who lent him a donkey and for the disciples who trusted his word. We praise you for everyone who shouted hosanna. And we thank you for Jesus. The cause of their praise. Would you forgive us when our worship is not filled with joy and celebration? Forgive us that our lives are not flooded with thankfulness. Forgive us that our lips give you so little praise. Lord, by your Holy Spirit, help us to praise you everywhere and every day. Teach us again the meaning of the words that Jesus taught his disciples as we say them together now. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Over the last few weeks, we've been looking at the Lord's Prayer and we've heard Luke 11, 1-4 in different languages. And today Leith is going to read it in Portuguese.
1: Senhor, ensina-nos a orar como João ensinou aos discípulos dele. Ele lhes disse, Quando vocês orarem, digam, Pai, santificado seja o teu nome. Venha o teu reino. Dá-nos cada dia o nosso pão cotidiano. Perdoa-nos os nossos pecados, pois também perdoamos a todos os que nos devem. E não nos deixes cair em tentação.
0: And now, Norman is going to pray for others.
1: Let's open our hearts and our minds to God in prayer. Lord, two thousand years ago, your disciples asked, Lord, teach us to pray. You gave them what has since been called the Lord's Prayer. Today, your disciples are asking the same question, are learning to pray using the same Lord's Prayer. So as we come to you now, praying for others and ourselves, listen to our prayers, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Open our ears and our hearts to listen. Speak, Lord. For your servants here and in the week and the weeks to come, walk with us, Lord Jesus. Talk with us, Lord Jesus. Lord, this Sunday, there is so much we want to share with you. Today we celebrate, we celebrate the anniversary of your triumphal entry on the back of a donkey into the holy city of Jerusalem. We hear the cries of Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We see you, meek and sitting on an ass. We see the crowds cutting down palm leaves and waving them in the air. We see the crowds placing their clothes on the road. In front of you, making smooth the way of the Lord. Today, Lord, 2,000 years on, we share with you. The joy and the jubilation of that glorious Palm Sunday. But unlike all those people in Jerusalem 2000 years since, we know what is to come. And so today, Lord, we also celebrate Holy Communion. Your last meal on earth with your 12 disciples and friends. We share the bread and the wine which represent your body and blood broken and shed for us. And we will remember all that you have done for us. Lord, I'm not sure that we also want to celebrate, but with your love, help and guidance, we have survived a year of lockdown, a year when the strains and fears of COVID-19 forced us into social isolation when so many of us lost friends and relatives and the many who fell ill. Lord, we pray for those who grieve and for those who still suffer the pain and the fear of COVID. We are grateful, Lord, that we are still here and still able to come together. We give you thanks, Lord, for all those who worked so hard, Developing medical and vaccine technology to keep us alive and those who have developed communications technology to keep us together. Lord, in our social distancing, draw us closer together with you and with each other. Lord, we give you thanks for the likes of Joe, my neighbour, a wife, a mother of two teenage boys, the carer of two daft dogs but in her day job she cares and looks after some of the most vulnerable people in society as a general practice doctor and last weekend Lord she gave up her time off gave up her husband, her sons and her daft dogs to vaccinate hundreds in the EICC Lord to all those like her in the health and caring professions working very long hours, using their knowledge, skills, expertise and yes, even their love to keep us all well physically and mentally, we give you thanks. And in return, Lord, even though we know we shouldn't try to make deals with you in prayer, we pray that you will give them rest and peace, Lord, that they will indeed place their heavy burden on you. And take on your lighter one. And you, you will give them your strength to keep on, keeping on. Lord, those are prayers don't just apply to the health and caring professions. But to all those who do their daily job, going the extra mile, and giving off their best. And So allow us to see through this year in health and safety and happiness bless them all lord we pray in the early hours of this morning two o'clock suddenly became three o'clock and summer came over our land and into our lives lord as the sun rises higher in the skies at least in the northern hemisphere and as warmth creeps into our bones once more we pray that all your people will look forward to a new time of health and happiness. A time when the fears of pandemic are long behind us and a time when we can get back to living our lives, making known the love of God through Jesus Christ. Lord, there is so much more in our lives, so much more giving us concern than we have will to share with you this morning. So in this week coming encourage us to turn more often to you in quiet and even busy moments to share with you our joy, our cares, our happiness, our fears, our delight in the beauty of your creation, our love for you. But most of all, Lord, help us to listen to your voice. Listen to our prayers, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Open our ears and our hearts to listen, Lord. Speak, Lord, for your servants here. All these are prayers, Lord, and the unspoken prayers in our hearts. We ask in the name and for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
0: There's lots of... um things around this week that we can't always cover when we simply think about Jesus coming into the city of Jerusalem. So I want to read from just a bit before that from Mark chapter 14 verses 12 to 26. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, when it was customary to sacrifice the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and make preparations for you to eat the Passover. So he sent two of his disciples telling them, go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Say to the owner of the house he enters, the teacher asks, where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He'll show you a large room upstairs furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. The disciples left went into the city and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus arrived with the twelve. While they were reclining at the table eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They were saddened. And one by one they said to him, Surely you don't mean me. It's one of the twelve, he replied, one who dips bread into the bowl with me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he'd not been born. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take it. This is my body. And then he took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, he said to them. Truly I tell you, I'll not drink again from the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they had sung a hymn, they went out. To the Mount of olives today I want to look at this little incident in Mark's gospel but first I want to tell you a story when I was a police officer stationed in Thorso one of my duties was to do snow patrols that is to make sure people were not stuck in the snow and one day I went in a blizzard a white out and we ended up having to, to walk in front of the Land Rover. Two in front, one on either side, so that we wouldn't go off the road. We had no idea where uh, we were. I knew the road really well, but I couldn't see what was around me. And I sometimes worry that it's like that for us with Christmas and Easter. We get so familiar with the stories that we don't see the bigger picture. Only one person in the story that we read today had the bigger picture. And that was Jesus. But I want to look first at the others who are in this story. The disciples. Well they knew that preparation had to be made. But they had no idea where they were going to go. I wonder how these two felt. When they were told to go into the city of Jerusalem and look for a man with a jar of water. I mean how many men with jars of water would there be in the city? It was large. It was very busy because of the Passover. There were people from all over had come to the city. These are pretty vague instructions that Jesus gives. But Jesus entrusted them with this important job. And they weren't even his closest friends. What if they got it wrong? You know, my experience is that when God calls, he doesn't give a fully laid out plan in intricate detail. It tends to be more along the lines of, "You know, follow me and, and I'll make you fish for people they had to exercise faith and go and look for a man with a jar well that man was probably a servant and I suspect it would usually have been a woman carrying the water he, he, but here's a man just going about his business probably unaware that he was going to feature in the most important story ever told We don't even know if they spoke to him or if they simply followed at a distance. But he had a part to play in God's story. You don't need to be particularly skilled or well educated. In fact, you don't even need to be a believer to be used by God to accomplish his purposes. God works in the ordinary things of life. But can you imagine the conversations in that house over the next few days? We don't know why the house owner had a room ready. Some people say that wealthy folk in those days kept a place for travellers during Passover. Others suggest that Jesus had secretly arranged it in advance and that the question they were to ask was a sort of password. The truth is we don't know. But what we do know is that this man gave what he had to Jesus. Here are ordinary people doing ordinary things. But they are part of God's master plan for the salvation of the world. The ordinary becomes extraordinary when it's done for Jesus. And the Passover meal was something that they all knew and had celebrated before. And yet as we read the story in the Gospels, what we find is this was a far from ordinary celebration. We're told even on the way they were arguing about who the greatest of them was. And I can imagine them sitting and watching while the water was poured. Wondering who would give in first and wash the other's feet. In the event we find it was Jesus. He washed their feet. And he told them that they need to serve others rather than think that they're better than others. He told them. That he was going to be betrayed. And they didn't believe it. They couldn't understand it. And then he took bread and wine. And he spoke about his body and his blood. And they just didn't get it. We need to remember. That God is at work in the world. Even although we don't always see it. We need to remember that even the ordinary. Can be extraordinary when God is in it. And sometimes we need to stop talking about following Jesus and just do it. Trust him, even though his instructions might seem a bit vague. When God calls us, he provides for us. Jesus had the bigger picture. He knew that generations of believers would need a way to remember him. And he took the ordinary foodstuff from the table. And made them extraordinary symbols of his sacrifice. And so in an unusual way we come to a table that Jesus has set. We, we gather together to meet at his instruction and it's him that we remember and celebrate it's not something to be done lightly. It's to be done with reverence and in recognition of what it cost Jesus. But it's a meal that's open to all who love him. As we take bread and wine and share it together, we think about what it cost him. So look up, because God is here, waiting to feed you through bread and wine, waiting to nourish your faith and nourish your soul. Look in, for he wants to meet you, not the mask that you wear for the world, but the person you are with all your beauty and ugliness, your potential for good and for evil. Look around, for you're not alone, even although we meet on Zoom. Your family is here with you. Your brothers and sisters in Christ sharing this moment, sharing this same meal, bound by the same faith, serving the same God. And look out, for the world is calling, aching under a weight of sorrow, a burden of sin that destroys and deprives, robbing people of dignity and denying them life. And look back, for Jesus is speaking. Tears in his eyes, a tremor in his voice. This is my body. Broken for you. This is my blood shed for you. Go on sharing together to recall my presence with you. Look forward. For Christ will come again. The King of kings and the Lord of lords returning to fulfil his purpose. To establish his kingdom and to draw all things to himself. And look now, we have bread and wine. We eat and drink and are thankful. Amen. And as we've read on the night that he was arrested, the Lord Jesus took bread and after giving thanks for it, he broke it and he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in memory of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after the supper and he said, This cup is the new covenant sealed by my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this in memory of me. Let's pray. Father, for these gifts of love, we thank you. We thank you that you showed your love by sending your son, Jesus, who gave his life for us. And he rose again from the dead and he lives forever interceding for us. We thank you that he has taken away all that separates us from you and has brought us into relationship with you. We thank you for the simplicity of sharing bread and wine. Yet we realise that we have taken what is ordinary and now use it for this special purpose send your Holy Spirit on us and on these gifts of bread and wine that we may know Christ's presence real and true and be his faithful followers showing your love to the world. Amen. And so in obedience to Christ's example On the night of his betrayal, we take bread and we break it, recognising it as a symbol of the broken body of Christ. And in the same way, we take the cup, recognising it as a symbol of the blood of Christ. These then are the gifts of God for the people of God. Let us do this and remember him. And so we share in the bread together. And likewise, we share the cup together. Let's pray together. Our Father, we thank you for what we have just been able to celebrate together. For the reminder of all that Jesus accomplished on the cross. For the the awesome privilege we have of being your children through faith in his finished work. Father we realise also it's a responsibility that we now have to share the good news of the gospel with others. And we are grateful that you have given Holy Spirit... To lead us, to guide us, to enable us, to strengthen us, to give your gifts which are given for building up your people. So Father we thank you. We thank you that you are everything that we need and we ask that you will be with us in these days that lie ahead. Amen. And now we sing together the hymn, My Song is Love Unknown. let's pray. The Lord who calls us is the one who sends us. The one who sends us is the Lord who promises to go with us. The Lord who promises to go with us is the Spirit who empowers us. The Spirit who empowers us is sent by the Christ who died to make us new and was raised to make us whole and is the Christ who is with us always to the end of and beyond. Amen. Thank you for joining us this week. We look forward to being back from the building next week as we celebrate Easter Sunday. We hope that you can join us and until then we hope that you have a great week. Bye for now.